0: The bang, bang, it's a grip, grip, grip Now I ride for the Lord and I sip, sip, sip On that holy water, represent my father Take a sip of that ghost Teach about the low, how my life was low Like that volume on 4, but God took it up some more On another level, I'm a rebel gets the old me It's a new AC, coming hard from the street Black like 23, hitting 43 Going hard in the paint, like my name is Cole. Thank you. Uh, my favorite co-host in the building tonight and We got a full, full, full packed show So I hope you all are ready for some good stuff uh, Tonight we're going to be talking to Michelle Akins Who is um, the uh, CEO of CPF Prime Consulting and Communications We're talking about womanhood We're talking, uh, so it's going to be a good show tonight um, We've also got hot topics So Kelsey's is going to take us through that later on We've got some good music We've got, of course, uh, later on, we're going to be joined by our favorite fire starter. So, we got some passion talk tonight with Miss Cicely Victoria. So, we got a full packed show for you tonight. But before we jump in, let me say what's up to my people real quick and catch up with them uh, and then give y'all the opportunity to go ahead and grab your popcorn and whatever else you need. Uh, So, before we get, let me go ahead and say what's up to my people. Um, What's going on, Miss? Kelly Johnson of Kirby Kissy <laughs> What's up, Kelly? Hey. You see, you see that
4: vibrato What's I put up? on there for you this week. I, I put a little vibrato on there
0: yeah. for you this week. I peace said yeah. I like the
4: vibrato
0: vibrato. Yeah, I, I, I awesome. had, whole, you almost, you had to put that on there for you. <laughs> just for you. Just for you. I don't I don't take my vibrato out to everybody.
5: You know, I appreciate <laughs> it. I know it's sincere. <laughs>
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hot, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's gonna get my
0: brado. <laughs> my brado is dangerous. Mm-hmm. I have a say bro. to say it.
6: I'm done. All right,
0: what's going on, Miss Q Willis of Elegance by Design? How you doing today?
6: Hey hey, I am doing wonderful this evening. Doing well, doing
4: well. Finally being oh, still.
0: Cool, cool. still <laughs> <well>. <laughs> hey, it comes with the territory, though, right? Yes, it, it does. Yes, it does. Mm hmm. And last but definitely not least, let me say what's up to my homeboy, cousin Rashad Ray Chan Chandler. What's up, my dude?
2: What's happening, man? What's going on, everybody? Hey okay. hey now. Um,
0: yeah, we got a good show tonight, man. We got a good show. I'm kind of excited about this to see uh talk about all the stuff we got going on. So um yeah, yeah, and before we jump in the news, any any uh thing we need to any 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 important news, anything like that? We good, we good? All minds clear.
2: I mean the Miami <laughs> Hurricanes is running things in college football and I told y'all that from the very gide up that we were gonna be the best <laughs> team smoking. And now everybody know everything, but they know something about the turnover chain. So let's start there if you want to talk about anything. That turnover chain, though. Whew, boy, welcome <laughs> back to college football Miami Hurricanes. Welcome back.
0: Are they number one, or what are they
4: what are they rank
2: them after this weekend? I'm looking for that now because I'll show missed that bit of information. They don't have a show tonight because they got all these college basketball games going. I don't care about college yeah, I, I just want to see who number one.
0: Yeah, they might not have released the <laughs> poll yet, but they at least should be. At worst, they should be. It's eight two, o'clock. Should
2: they, they should be out. That yeah, news is out. gotta be.
0: Yeah. You know, let me see. Hold on. Mm-hmm.
2: But yeah, okay. Well,
0: we'll come back to that. I'll look it up and see if I can find yeah. it. Yeah. Right. Well, let's go ahead and let's not waste any time. Let's jump into the news. Go ahead and take it away.
2: Well. Looks like 45 actually got the young boys off in China. I don't know that they off, but they back into the United States at least. What do you guys <laughs> make of that?
7: <laughs>
2: Are we proud of 45? Should they have sat or uh, what do you think?
6: Well,
5: well, who you, who you I, talking? Yeah. I'm just Let's
6: go
4: kill
5: first. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Hmm? I mean, <laughs> I'm so far <laughs> removed from this story. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I
4: mean,
5: I don't want to see. You know, you don't want to see anybody detained. You know, in another country. But if they did the crime, I, hey, <laughs> you got to do the time. You
4: mm-hmm.
7: know, but
5: um. You know, if Trump wanna flex for something like this, then you know, power to him. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm kind of removed. If if they did it, you know, they met a, they needed that scare. But you know, I guess I'm glad that, you know, they got to come home. But hey, okay. yeah. I think they should, you know, let them sit a little bit. <laughs> so, you know, I just don't think that Something like You know, shoplifting should have Even Made it to the White House But, you know, hey <laughs> <Right>? That's how
4: <laughs> Bergeron That's how, that, Bar- that, yeah. they that's how do, right <laughs> <laughs>
5: Yeah <laughs> <laughs> You know, he got the Charters reduced and everything So, you know, hey, he flexed And, and I guess he he uh, he was successful in that, so we'll we'll go ahead and give that win to to the police. We'll give that win to him. That's what I like to say. On that note, so.
4: yeah.
6: I'd rather yeah. them not be detained in the other country. You know, I, I told that's what I was going to say. Like, I don't. I prefer if you're if you're here, be, be detained here because that foreign jail situation is it just does not seem to work too well for us. So, for that, I think there needs to be some type of something that happens. Though, and again, with you piggybacking off what Kel says, like shoplifting got all the way to the White House. Okay, I see what we're doing. You know, I don't. But as far as this is just. It's I don't know, (laughs) y'all. This one just just, just makes no sense. It's kind of, I'm waiting on the TNZ spoof thing to happen, but you know, it's real life. But it's just so.
2: Real life.
6: So
4: over
2: this. Sunglasses. with, With belts and sunglasses, right?
6: Yeah, and then over something so trivial. Me and James were talking about this, and he was like, see, that's why we need to pay. You know, I see that's kind of one of the reasons why they say, you know, we need to pay our college players and all that. And then I, we both looked at each other. It was like maybe a five-second drive, but we looked at each other. We were like, nah, that sunglasses and bells, dude. They had a Louis Vuitton store. They weren't stealing food. They weren't hungry. They were stealing luxury extra dumb stuff. You know what I mean? So I'm just like... Throw it out. And then they'll be playing and you know, we'll sweep it over, we'll celebrate the fact that they made it home and like we said it'll be turned to a win for the US and the POTUS because he came to bat for us and all that other, but yeah. Next. Like the ball this whole ball family is on my third nerve. Like they are tap damn dancing on my third nerve. I've been over
4: there. (laughs) <laughs> How about you, cause I
2: sure want to know what the ball apologist has to say. though <laughs> you've
4: been, you been ball
2: supporting just, since the beginning
0: I of the said, ball.
4: I've
2: said, said
0: it from the beginning. I support the I support the family hustle, no doubt. I support the, 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 the black owned business, no doubt, and that has not changed. I still support that. Um I think that as a as a so as a business person as a as a black man, I still support that as a father um and i just put i posted this online uh a little while ago i i just i can first of all imagine if I'm the son if that's me and i'm the son the winter seniors is is the father mm-hmm. i just i just imagine walking off the plane to getting to to him standing there whooping the the whooping me within an inch of my life in the airport. You know, like <laughs> this, like I mean, <clears throat> seriously. Like first of yep. all, you were chilling sunglasses. Let, let, let So you were selling sunglasses and belts in China. Not to, <laughs> when you already got when you already got money. Let's just throw this out there. You already got money, so it's not like the, you ain't got no money because you, you know you got money. And then on top of that, like, you have a very nice car. I think this one drives either a a Benz or a Ferrari or something. It drives very nice cars. You got your own apartment in college. Like, you live in a good life, so you have some money. You're not, like, you're not struggling. Um, You know, so it's like something needs to be done to say this is real. You are in a real position where this can really affect what's going on. Like y'all are on the cusp of building something good, really good, and you want to jag it for some sunglasses and a belt. Like, think. So, you know, I, I, I hope I hope they, you know, like I said, i ain't gonna say I, I can't hope that the man whoop him, but because he's a grown man, but I do hope that something something does happen where they realize that this is just a stupid movement and You got to grow up. <laughs> got grow up. Huh? But I'm not going to
2: knock them. I'm not knocking the family up. Sorry. Can't do it. I mean, I just agree with you. I'm just sick of hearing about them. But I love talking about them. So I'm going to keep throwing them in there. Cause...
5: <laughs> I ain't going to be sick of hearing about them, but love
7: talking about
2: them. <laughs> Because
5: that's the way it works.
2: Like, I'm we'll sick of seeing them pop up for just works. the dumbest of stuff. But I love abusing them in the news about it because it makes for good conversation. But they get on my nerves. You know what I mean? Like if they was next door neighbors, I would tell them like, bro, y'all get on my nerves, man. Like for real, <laughs> y'all get on my nerves. Like y'all need to just settle down. They'll be like, just, Hi. just for real, bro. I mean, I feel you. We feel. Settle down, man. Be cool. Just be cool, bro. <laughs> Let the boy shoot the ball. Right now, he shoots the worst in the NBA, and you shut. What did you do? You talked him up to the world. Yeah, but he did good. The other boy up. now he's stealing. Up. The other one is pulled true out of high school. Can't really go to college. Pull the baby. I mean, I'm just saying though. Pull the baby. That's what you really got to look at. Pull the baby. You didn't him out of high school. His college career is shot because he's been pretty much professionalized in three, four different areas. So you gonna have to go like what straight to Europe. Play basketball, come back. Yeah. I believe. I believe. <laughs> All right,
4: we yeah. got to call it a let's,
0: take, let's take this caller. We got to call it real quick. All right, so call it 2969. Two, nine, nine. Call it 2969. Nine. You on the air. What's your question
8: or comment? Hey, fellas, what's going on? This is A Game Daddy B Curtis. What's up, Rashad? How y'all what's doing? What's going on, man? What's uh, going on? I got it. Got I got a comment about the ball, brother. Okay. That boy, ignorant is – well, hold on, let me – hold on. I, got, I want to cuss him out. The boy wrong. <laughs> he stupid. You know, I got to understand. Uh, he drives a
4: Ferrari, by the way.
8: Yeah, I knew something about wow. <laughs> He drives a $175,000 car as a freshman right. in college. You don't have right. nothing to worry
2: about. Still in belt.
8: But I understand he's broke in college because the money that they family make by NCAA standards, he can't use it because that's a shoe company. It's a, it's a right. company. So, should, so, I understand the boy technically broke. He can't really buy nothing. But tell me, you could be like, hey, Zoe, dad, <laughs> I like the class. Hey, come mm-hmm. buy for me. Right. Like, you
0: know,
8: it's. But, hey, I chalk it up for him being 18 years old and just being dumb. Yeah. I chalk it up to well, that. But, I like, some can... of the that they got kicked off the plane, that same way my daddy would have did it. But my dad might have a beat of And when we got off. But, yeah, yeah. but it's just, yeah. uh, uh, I'm not going to lie, it's hard. It's hard to be in college student. We all been college students. Rashad know them lonely nights sitting up there young, all uh, hungry. <laughs>
4: bro, I, so, never,
8: I
2: never, I never, lived in Young Hall when they started letting dudes so live in Young, Young hall. hall. I had an apartment. I'm a bro <laughs> hall product.
8: Hey, hey, say, okay, hey, what we going on? Hey richard you telling your age now? Um, hey, oh man know, But no but thing, what I'm saying is it's just like man, it's it's situated, but I guess I can see this is gonna happen. His brother or somebody, his brother or the Ball family is going to have, because China loves basketball. So what's going to happen for him to get out with no, with nothing too bad? Well, he's going to have to do community service and do a basketball camp over there, give away a couple of hundred thousand pair of shoes, a couple of thousand pair of shoes. Something's going to have to happen where that brand is going to be hit real hard, money-wise, because China is going to get what they want, or that boy is going to stay over there, and go to jail. That's the worst place in the world to go. Still at it, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, all
9: right. that's all I got. That
8: yeah,
5: is that boy a fool? <laughs> all right, bro. Thanks for calling in. All right. <laughs> dear. I mean, they kids. They kids did. Are you know you. You know what kid ain't never did a little shoplifting. Well, I don't know why they would pick China and Louis Vuitton, right? You know,
7: but okay.
5: it's just on another
0: another level. It's just on it's just on another level for them because of who they are. That's that's my thing. It's a different level for y'all. So you got to you you know you are you said you already on the news all the time. It's already tough. So you got to remember that when you're making decisions. That's that's. Kids, But again, I don't care how how kids you're going to be kids You're going to be Went for Burns Senior Wouldn't play that Mm. Bro did not play that Mm
4: -mm.
2: Mm -mm. Well I can tell you story number two Is about numbers There's a young man by the name of Bill Gates He says He's Uh, going to buy 25,000 acres Approximately 40 square miles To about An approximate of 160 people For 80 million dollars Of a development called Get this Smart city In Arizona So I'm guessing this is like The rivalry to Silicon Valley In California But uh Yeah, that's that big money right there. $80 million
4: to Smart
5: City.
2: $80 mil. Who wants to touch on that first? Smart City.
5: I'll go first. (laughs) (laughs) I just think there is so much more money that could be done. I mean, so much more good that could be done with all that money. $80 Eighty million dollars, and you're going to build a city for other rich people that can are, that probably already live, you know, well above normal means to move and be part of the smart city. It's probably going to be all fancy and have all the technology, and they may have uh, hover cars. You know,
7: um,
5: right. you know, I think he's going to try to make it be something. Um, he's going to touch on the, you know, make it futuristic. That's what. That's just my take on it. Um, but I still think it's, you know, it's a lot of money um, to go into something that, that's not needed. Now, if you say you're going to build a smart city and then gather up 160 homeless people and help them get on their feet, I'll apply that. But just to, you know, you don't have anything else to do with your money but to just, you know, find other um over the top projects to do with it, so you know, I've you know, some have been a fan of, of Bill Gates because he's he's kind of self made, and you know we everybody knows him, and he he's, he's the money man, and he's you know took technology well further into the future. Um, but yeah, I hey, he has money to do it, but I just think it you know could have been a Better use but hey it's his money Well I do want to
2: interject And say that they do Have um, The The firm called the Belmont Partners who are actually putting up The 80 million to launch the development Now they're saying That this city is The exact same size Roughly as Tempe Arizona And it will be also named Belmont just like the firm.
7: No. So, is he
6: just like the architect? Like, is he just going to be the architect behind the city as far as making it smarter?
2: That's what I it wonder. looks like. It's like he's. That's what it looks like. Is he's just putting the infrastructure in there, like the brain work and the. You know what I mean?
5: Doesn't uh, wait, necessarily. Wait. Yeah,
6: but it's no, this it's this firm run by him. His right, <laughs> you <by himself. laughs> read the same thing I did at the same time. Yeah, oh, sorry. it's still his firm. <laughs> it's, it's, he read, in, so this is the name that gets to to bear the 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 reward of saying that they're running the city, but at the end of the day, like it's still him writing. It's
2: still him.
6: Same. Yeah. yeah, this is him. This is all him. Huh. Kels, I actually liked your idea. I liked your thought process overall as far as, yes, I like the idea of a smart city, but in this day and age and in these times, why not um, take youth, take, like you said, homeless people, people who are trying to get back into the workforce, who need help learning new trades and things like that. As you're building a city, why is this not a prime opportunity to take people who might have ground level Understanding have some knowledge. Mm-hmm. If you're in 2016, you've got some understanding of how to work computers and what's going on. If this is new and cutting yeah. edge, no one really knows anyway. This is a perfect time right. to teach people how to do these things. So yeah, I, I I think a lot of these things sound great when we first hear about them because we get caught up in the number. Ooh, 80 million. Ooh, it's 80. You know, we're gonna have this amount of people at this place and it's a smart city. But I wonder how much. Thought process: How much thought is really going into what are we doing here? You know what I mean? Like, after the shock and awe is worn off, like, what are we really doing here that's not already being done just in smaller spaces? You know what I mean? We don't always need bigger. We need things that make a bigger impact, I think. And this isn't, I don't see this making that huge an impact that any of the other 50,000 places that Apple and Samsung and all those other places set up are already doing. Like, I don't. Yeah, this could. Have, this I expected more. <laughs> I,
4: expect,
6: I I'd like to see more. I comes to something like this.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure they're gonna try and spend it as they got jobs and you know these are opportunities for people and
4: yeah, this is a great okay.
2: chance to move to a new place and 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 start all over with a career and a new start. Y'all not buying that?
6: Nah. They were going to move relocate for their jobs nine times out of ten anyway in that market, in mm-hmm. my opinion.
0: He's building the build Jetson community. That's what he's building. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly
4: what I
6: was <laughs> yeah.
4: That's
7: what he's doing.
0: Mm-hmm.
7: Autonomous,
0: autonomous vehicles, um, you know, autonomous, excuse me, uh, vehicles that drive, self-driving mm-hmm. vehicles. Uh, basically a tech haven, you know. So, yeah, it, it, it's going to be kind of the a newer, improved version, I guess you could say, of Silicon Valley. But it's, also, it's going to be bigger and better than that because he's also talking about, you know, opening you know, manufacturing plants and stuff like that. So he's really – in essence, what he's actually doing is building an economy. He is taking $80 billion to create an economy. And if his investment company um, – owns this this city. I mean, that's actually that's 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 you know, yeah, that's pretty good, but still we need them, you know, it's eighty million anyway. All right, let's move on. We gotta we gotta keep going.
2: Well since you found it for me, I will gloat in it now. Sorry ladies, but I gotta take the time to gloat for football. Just the last bits of it and the ones that count Miami is number two in the rankings All the way down from the bottom to the top All the way to the top I would like to thank everybody that doubted I would like to thank everybody that hated I would like to thank everybody that said Y'all ain't gone, y'all. Yes, we are Yes, we did Miami is number two So don't come for me about college football Who is your team again? Oh, who? OS Who Mission Who? Ohio Who Don't come I'm gonna for me don't for you I'm gonna give
0: you your year. It's been a while so I'm happy for you.
2: Yeah. It's <laughs> been, it's been I crazy. Agree.
0: So y'all can have. I'm gonna let you go.
2: it ain't been that long, but I agree. It's been a while. <laughs> oh we'll we'll
0: we'll move on after this, I, said this, I did not expect them to whoop Notre Dame the way they did. I, 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 did. I didn't expect forty. I didn't expect forty to eight. I didn't expect
2: that. So. Forty one. Forty one to eight. Forty to eight. Whatever. I didn't expect. They that. give us a tinto. We need that. So. <laughs> we need that. Good stuff. Good
4: stuff. <laughs> so
2: that bit of news was brought to us by the good people at Cool Kids. We throw parties. We entertain. So. Come hang out with us. We throw parties. We entertain. Now, our first bit of music this evening is brought to us by none other than Gigi De Niro, and it is called Lost Counts.
7: The and the I don't lock down. Coming through the day. Got a lock down. Had to cut a few on my click. Got a lock down. Cooking, you. you can have it. Blowing a hundred, sis, I have it. Harlem shaking through my ding. i a lock down. Here goes another hit. Too many, cause I don't lock down. Like Douglas said, I want that money and I want that power. I feel like out. Oh, fishy, I that we like my name a Think oh, they vicious, like what well, you found oh, Sexy body, I'm born love baby falling. She's so annoying. Annoying ignore the ignored it, we were They all with you when the sunshine, running scatter when the rain when you broke, nobody callin' Don't forget the ones who was there holding your head when it was bad If it don't add up, I'd rather count it Got a lot of hope, got love lockdown Another trip, another show Got in lockdown Someone through the shed Got in lockdown Had to cut a few on my clip I'm too official. Rapper's biggest issue. These are fish. I'm really artificial. Hey, every performance from Flyland. Any stage, but I'm island. been through it all, had to pay my dues. Fucked up, had to change the views. When or lose, I was going to run the game and break the rules. No time to be scared. Say all of your prayers, so be prepared. If it don't add up, deal, but i still gonna. Another trip, another show. Got a knockdown. Going through the shade. Got a knockdown. Had to cut a few on my clip.
5: That was Lost Count by Gigi De Niro. Getting our groove on for a little bit. So, we are going to go into our first ad, which is for Miss Teresa Taylor, the realtor of Carolyn Williams of Central Oklahoma. Teresa says that she is here to serve you to the fullest. You are her VIP. She's educated, honest, caring, loyal, trusting, and sincere. So, if you are looking for a realtor or Getting ready to buy a home, please contact Miss Teresa Taylor at teresataylor at com, or you can also reach her at 405
6: 330 2626. 405 330 2626. All right, all right. You guys be sure and holla at Teresa. So <clears throat> we are now to the point of our. Uh, special guest for this evening, as we kind of did a pre-intro earlier um, this evening, we have Ms. Michelle Akins on the line with us tonight. And Michelle is the CEO of Cephia Prime Communications and Consulting. She is also a certified life coach and host of the Bold Move event. She is the author of the newly released book, Not Just Any Kind of Woman, The Middle Years. And Michelle is a prolific teacher and trainer and is known best for pulling the best out of those whom she coached. Michelle is the wife of Nathaniel Aiken Senior and the mother of Nate Junior and Alexandria Aikens. Welcome to the show, Michelle. Thank you for joining us tonight. Well, thank you.
1: It's a pleasure to be here.
6: <laughs> thank you, thank you, We're thank
1: glad.
0: you. Glad yeah. to have you. Glad to have you. We're gonna be on our hey,
4: best,
0: man, I'm gonna I... be on my best I'm gonna be on my best behavior tonight, just for you.
4: I don't know. You
1: all got real sophisticated up in here. I'm
4: like, ooh, professional voices
1: and the like. But did Rashad say something about Mission College? Did he really do that?
4: Uh, <laughs> something. I mean Something.
2: Miami is all it's about. Yeah. Do you? Yes, he's very
4: so, proud so. of he's. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Right. So before we get into okay. our, our questions, real quick, can you can you let our audience know um, what is the uh, what is the the bold movie event? Tell us a little bit about what you do.
1: Oh, the bold movie event is an event that I I have held in the past in Chicago every October, and it is a series of workshops and classes and networking and a big banquet that's designed to get people to do what they were created to do. Most of us spend our time meeting obligations and not fulfilling our dreams, and it I know that doesn't sound practical, but the most practical thing you can do is to do what you were created to do but we get so caught up in the muck and mire of life that we don't do it. And so the Bold Move event helps people find the courage to do what they were created to do in the first place. Um, and so we have them in October. The big one is in October. Uh, we're looking to have one in Atlanta this year and maybe another place, but the biggest one will always be in Chicago in October. That's the Bold Move event.
4: Awesome. Awesome.
0: Okay, so tonight we kinda of wanna talk about last week we had um our good friend Daryl O'Neill on and we kinda of talked about men. So tonight we <laughs> wanna to spend some time focusing on women. Um mm-hmm. because, you know, obviously we've got some you know, we got some issues, um, in terms of understanding, communication, um, what to do, who how to help, how to whatever, you know, all of that good stuff that we got going on. And so I think mm-hmm. kind of a good Jump off for us. I mean, what's intriguing to me, especially about your book, is, um, is of course, you know, this is, first of all, this is the second book. Uh, so there was the first one that you wrote, same title, but about earlier years. And now this one is the, you call this one the middle years. Not any type, not, not any type of woman, the middle years. So can you kind of tell us a little bit about what is the difference between. The
1: early years as a woman And the middle
4: years
1: (laughs) Wow Well that's an interesting question I did write the first book um, In my 30s As a fairly young Married person Because I didn't get married Until I was almost 31 And also as a, a fairly new mother And I You know In the first book it's pink And it's got Nice curly letters, and it's really (laughs) sentimental and full of faith. And so I wrote this book in, I believe, 1997, about 20 years ago. And so my daughter found one in the garage last year. And she said, Look, mom, look what I found. And I was reading it, and I thought, Who wrote this? (laughs) It was, it seemed so naive and starry-eyed and green and the fact is that throughout the different stages of our lives yes and i'm i'm a woman of faith i was then and i am now but how that faith expresses itself is different i mean i i have a piece called 15 years later when my husband had surgery he had to have surgery about his back and I remember God saying what do you want And I said with my 40, 38 year old self I want what you got What God But mm-hmm. when my daughter had to have surgery 15 years later I boohooed and cried And like why didn't you Heal her And so the difference between the two Books is actually perspective The first one Um, not just any kind of woman, was written realistically from the perspective of a 30-year-old where, no, no weapon formed against me will prosper. That is scripture, and that is true. But in the middle years, yeah, it didn't prosper, but it might have left some scars. And so you have a respect for the work of hard stuff that I didn't have when I was in my thirties. That's the thing I noticed the most.
6: I love that actually, Um, because I'm, I think I'm the youngest on the panel. Now that I think about it, (laughs) I actually just had to do a reflection real quick. I'm the youngest on the panel, but um, in a lot of ways I've lived a lot of life. And when you mentioned perspective, I can think about what I've learned and the experiences that I've had into my early thirties and can only imagine how those experiences will help to grow me and transform me to between now and those middle years. You know what I mean? So, and, and I can only think when I'm almost frustrated at times when I don't connect to people that are, my age and our own par with where you would think you're supposed to be because I've in a lot of ways done things differently or had to do things sooner than others. So you know we miss some things and sometimes that's frustrating. But to know that that perspective does have um, the positives, you know what I mean, and to know that that does grow you, that I I, I dig that. That meant that was a lot. <laughs> I'm here. If, you know what?
1: And and what is so cool is to see that even though your perspective may change drastically, like the things I used to agonize and stress about over at 38, I don't even blink about, that's like nothing. Really? But I'm still the same woman. I still have the same dreams, the same strengths. The strengths are stronger. um, And the weaknesses, they are not so devastating. You know, when – uh, right. I was younger. You, you. Oh, you don't want anybody to know that you had faults because you wonder how people are going to judge you and how they're going to think about you because something mm-hmm. wasn't purpose. Well, in the middle years, it was like, yeah, that right there, that's mine. I, I own it. I am a funny acting person. I don't like <laughs> messy people, so I am funny acting. It keeps messy people away, and that is something that I own. I don't pretend that I'm not. Uh oh. But, so you become oh, well, yeah. more comfortable.
0: <laughs> okay. So you become more comfortable. What you're saying is you you became more comfortable with with
2: who you are.
1: Exactly.
2: Exactly. Well, I got a question. And you know yeah. I'm always going to be off brand, too. So what then is treading the line between being real and being um, uh, uh, um, rude?
1: You know what, Rashad? It's about motive. See, there are a lot of people who have taken it upon themselves to say whatever they want to say to whomever they want to say it. And when you call them on it, oh, I'm just being—I'm just keeping it one hundred. I'm just keeping it real. No, but do I really need your one hundred? See, this is everybody don't need your one hundred. And part of growing up. Is figuring out who your hundred is for.
7: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Wow! So there is a line, and and I really don't. Whenever I hear somebody say I'm just keeping it real, really, that sounds to me like okay, this is what I am going to use to tell you off. Now I I admitted earlier that I am funny acting. I'm not funny acting to make other people feel badly, but I own that I am discriminating. Into, as to who I allow In my circle I am not for everybody And everybody is not for me So if What I'm going to put my 100 on Is for people who are for me I don't The world don't need for me to keep it 100 for them But the people <laughs> who are in my life In my circle If we're going to have honest Authentic relationships They get my 100
6: I love that I love that. Thank you. <laughs> Part of going I'm, I'm out. It's, You out. Know, it, I'm it, taking you out uh, right now. I'm you. <laughs> you. what did she say? What what did you say? <laughs> I said I'm quoting you right now, so I'm gonna be quiet for a second because I'm letting my <laughs> live know exactly what you just said.
4: <laughs> I'm here
1: for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We we really oh. do need to. Um, kinda of cut out some of the stuff that we're doing. I sometimes think my next book is gonna be Manners Are Back in Style. <laughs>
4: Hello. Yeah. Hello. Okay. Good
1: luck.
4: <laughs> good. Good well, luck you know,
1: we do it by making it that way. See, I oh, I good. believe everybody has the power to change the world. You change one person's life, you change the world.
4: Mm-hmm. Mhm.
5: So, okay, so And I know that um, Rashad's not-
1: a gentleman. He 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 is hilarious and funny, but I know he's a gentleman. And so I know Winfred's a gentleman. Based on your conversation, I know that you are a strong woman. That's what we need to start changing the world. And you all have access to the media. Okay, I'm gonna let you answer your question. Go ahead.
5: <laughs> <Yeah>. this, <laughs> this is uh this is Kales and uh, my question was when you when you when you mentioned manners because that's something we often talk about. We don't really use the term manners per se, but we you know, we often say that you know, the world seems like it just has you know gone mad. Everything has an evil connotation to it. So if you had to give just like some very basic off the top of your head tips on what you mean by manners or back in style, what would you tell us? I would say, for instance,
1: I can compliment you, my sister, on your looks or your appearance without being a lesbian. I can just be nice. I can compliment um, a man without trying to get with him. I can show respect to a child. Now, unfortunately, some in the generation before me, they didn't treat children with respect. Children were supposed to be seen and not heard. They didn't mean it. That's just the way they were taught. But when yeah. good manners come back in style, I can address a nine-year-old boy as Mister So and So. I can refer to him as Sir, so that I can, te- so that I teach. I model the behavior that I want to see. Okay,
5: I like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And so when but you it say, takes. Mm-hmm. I'm, go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: But it takes being secure with yourself to do that. And the problem with our society is there are a lot of people with fake Facebook personalities and mm-hmm. Instagram personas. And so we're not secure in our own selves. So we cannot be secure with other people. That's
6: our issue.
4: <laughs>
6: yes, I, I was like, nope, no, <laughs> just like no, and I'm done. <laughs> so I get it. So why,
0: why is I guess so? So is, is there a point in life for you where you just said like, or can you pinpoint the part where the place where you said, you know, I'm comfortable being Michelle. I'm comfortable being, you know all of this like because i think part of i think part of the part of the the thing about keeping up appearance is is the fear that you will be rejected by other people so was there something that happened that helped you get that or was it just an evolution of time or what was it that made you say as a woman i'm i just like me i'm good i'm okay i'm okay with just being me
1: you know what it it actually took and and you know about when for took the biggest hit of my life. And for a lot of people that mm-hmm. Okay, are you all there?
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. For a lot of people that's when a parent dies or when there's a divorce or something like that, but for me the biggest hit I took was when I lost my job and for 2 years I couldn't find another one. Well, my identity had always been tied up in what I did for a living. And so when you are looking for a job, you're fairly well educated, and nobody hires you, you hit some rock bottoms. And even though many of us go through the motions of doing the things that we're supposed to do, I was so broken. My doctor wanted to put me on antidepressants, so I just found another doctor. I wasn't going back to her but she probably had diagnosed me correctly. But when I came out of that and I realized that the worst thing that I could have imagined didn't kill me, I really wasn't scared of too much else. And that is what trials do for you if you embrace the lessons in them. They make you not scared. Oh, it's quiet up in this Catholic <laughs>
4: church. You all this quiet with Daryl O'Neal last week? Yeah, You think y'all still here? That doesn't mean we're thinking. That's a good thing.
2: We actually a I was going to say, anyway. technically, I was. I was that quiet.
0: <laughs> no comment.
2: Nope. No
4: comment. We got to
0: call us. So let me, take, let me take this question. Uh, so call us 0382. You are on the air. What's your question or comment?
9: Hey, good evening, everybody. It's Tasha. Um, hey, I wanted to tell you I'm really in, enjoying the uh, enjoying what you're talking to us about. I wanted to take you back to something you said initially about sometimes we're chasing fulfillment instead of following our dreams. And I wanted mm-hmm. to hear your thoughts about. I actually have two questions. I'm gonna tell you both, and then I'll and I'll be quiet. But I wanted to know, particularly for middle-aged women, or for you know women between 30s and 50s. When you are caught up in fulfillment, because you have, I mean, an obligation, because you have to do that, you know, parenting and careers and mm-hmm. spouses and things like that. When a person finds themselves locked in and they're not sure how to follow their dreams, what are your suggestions on how to break away from that into following the dreams? And my other part, I was driving from the gym. I think Kelly and, and Winford both were like, hmm, and you, you made a comment about the the keeping it real issue in the manners. And I'm driving going, hmm, I wanted to ask you, when you talk about that realness, because I think social media really affects uh, us being authentic, and when we do try to reach other people, do you think that we can reach people through social media, or do you think that's more of a one-on-one thing? Because I think when you're truly trying to reach somebody, it's more of a one-on-one thing, but I'd like to hear your thoughts on that.
1: Okay. Um, I'll go back to your first question first. You're talking about uh, when it's time to pursue your dream or pursue fulfillment. Um, how do you do that, especially after you've been on a, a treadmill of just getting things done? Did I Do I have that right?
9: Yes, you have that perfect. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. What I suggest is most of us need some help because if you have done a certain thing or been a certain way for decades, 10, 20, 30 years, we are socialized to be to not need other people. We can say it with our lips. We independence, not needing other people is rewarded in our society. And I don't know about you, but in my 30s and 40s when I had a career of a, a, a big one, that was validated over and over. And so learning how to ask for help. Sometimes people can see things in you that you can't see yourself. And so I yeah. would encourage somebody who's trying to pursue fulfillment, to ask for help. I teach that there are three kinds of people you need in your life. There are people who are going to know your shell. They'll know the outside of you. They'll know who you are, but they won't necessarily know why. There are those people that you will have influence over, even if you never meet them. But how you carry yourself influences them. But you need at least three people who know your substance? Those are the mm-hmm. people who don't just know who you are, but they know why you are. You don't need a whole bunch of people, but you need two or three people who will tell you the truth about right. you, and it's not going to be mistaken. So I I would encourage you to find those people. If you don't have people like that in your life, you know there there are other ways. I mean, you can you can get in touch with me, but get some help because. The thing that fulfills you is the reason that you're here. And we don't want to be on our deathbed full of regret about the stuff we wanted to do but never did. Now, the second thing was you asked about social media and is it really possible to get to know somebody that way or is it a one-on-one? That we'll say. um, It can be both. Ironically, some of my closest friends I met when I joined a music group, to market the magazine that I used to publish. And we came together around our love of Motown music. And one of my friends, in fact, Winfrey, you know Ken Cheatham. That's how I met Mm -hmm. Ken. Ken is one of my closest friends. He lives in New Jersey. I have friends in Atlanta. I was with Michelle this weekend. And so it can be a way, but you have to come together around something that's real and authentic. And you gotta be authentic. And you know, on social media you can't be
9: like that with everybody.
4: Mm hmm. Well I
9: appreciate you? that. That helped yeah, that helped a lot. I'm sure uh, everyone listening as well as myself, because 'cause I'm trying to get out of fulfilling obligations of following the dream, so I appreciate that.
1: Mm. mm. Well that's what I I wish you God speed in that. You know, you could
9: <laughs> tell to join the ball oh, I Saturday I, receive, I right. receive all of that.
1: Mm-hmm. Thank you
4: so
0: much. You know, you know what was interesting what was interesting about to me as a man listening to that, I actually didn't realize that for for ladies and I apologize if this sounds crazy, that it was difficult to ask for help in those types of so, you know what I mean? Like I didn't realize that it that it was that difficult. Mm-hmm.
6: It is. Yeah. That,
0: that's that's interesting. Yeah.
6: You get bread.
1: Nobody so wants to be the needy roles. woman.
9: Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And you get raised to have to juggle so many different things as a woman. You have to know how to, you know, even as a youngster, do your homework and then do your chores and then be able to iron and cook. And so you just automatically have all of these things that you take on. So you're pretty much the last person that you think about. That's right. Okay. I'm a shadow. Y'all better go on and mute me. All
4: right. <laughs> Thanks, <Tasha. laughs> oh, Jesus. All right.
9: Um I was,
0: you know. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that was good I need I needed to hear that. Um Yeah. What was my next I forgot. Y'all yeah, got a question?
6: I do. I have one. So in in piggybacking off of what Tasha just uh, mentioned as far as I guess full circling that. We as women are taught young to care, give to everyone else before ourselves. So I can imagine when you're coaching um, a younger woman who is still, she's figuring herself out, she's on that cusp of breaking through that, you know, this is who I am, accept me who I am space, but still Mm -hmm. in, that understanding of I'm still supposed to provide this care. I'm supposed to give a certain level of care. How do you break it down to her to that point where it helps bridge the gap between that early stage and that middle point where you're like, you know what, for me to give good care, I have to give excellent care to me. You know what I mean? Like how mm-hmm. How are you able to coach a woman who is so – dead set on giving care to someone, and most often a man, how any man, just a man, I got all this care to give to somebody, how are we, how is it that you as a coach help to redirect that care back to self so that she can bridge that gap regardless if there's a man there or not?
1: Hmm. Well, one of the things that we do is we look at history because if a woman is that bent on giving care, and, and you use the man, so we'll just use that as an example, to giving care to somebody else without caring adequately for herself, there are patterns. There are patterns of men who will take. I'm not trying to offend anybody, but we attract our weaknesses. And so yeah. if we need to be needed, we attract people who who look for needy people. Um, That is one of those self-fulfilling prophecies. And the simplest way that I can put it to other women is the advice that's given on the airplane. Before Mm. you try to put oxygen on anybody else, Mm. make sure that your oxygen mask is on securely. Because what happens is we want to be caretakers for other people. And we're falling apart ourselves. But you know the the biggest accountability for taking care of yourself is if you have a daughter. I remind them that your daughter is watching your patterns. And generational Ooh. curses come from from patterns reproduced from mother to daughter, from mother to daughter. So if you do not want your daughter to experience the pain that you are experiencing – Then it's time to disrupt this pattern.
4: Mm. Hmm. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Uh
0: Um, Yeah. All right. So, while while they're thinking on that, let me throw this out. Let me throw this question out. Because Mm -hmm. uh, so so what are and I know there's you know the the fixer in me is asking this question please answer answer honestly as a man what are we supposed to do in this in in this transition like i mean what what do we do cuz i have i have some ideas but i want to hear from
1: from you. what what do we do what do you all need from us well it depends on what stage we're in um you know winfred that you know i've been married what, this year? It'll be 28 years. And marriage is not for sissies
4: because
1: mm-hmm. when you marry somebody at 30, they're different at 45 and at 55 mm-hmm. and, at mm-hmm. I imagine, at 65. And so what we need depends on where we are. Um, I, when I got married, I was the oldest child always kind of taking care of things for my parents, taking care of my younger sisters, I actually struggled between wanting to be taken care of and enjoying the independence that I had always had. I didn't have children before I got married, had a really good job, pretty much did what I wanted to do. And so this whole thing of putting parts of me away so that And and in my book, I actually refer to it as um, getting rid of parts of yourself to make a more healthy whole with somebody else. That's hard. That does not come naturally, and it is serious work. So first what we need from you all is to know us for real. Not, you know, the cute girl with, with the nice shape that you married, but who is this person that I am with? What makes her angry and why does it make her angry? And if there is a history of abuse or misuse in her background, can you be trusted with that and not Hmm. beat her up with it? And so I can't trust you if you don't know me because the parts of me that you don't know may make you leave. And so Hmm. the most important thing you can do is to really know who she is And That only comes By being able to talk To God about her Yeah you knew I had to introduce this But mm-hmm. God knows our yeah. hearts Better than we know our own hearts And so mm-hmm. if you really want to know Who you're with Ask God who she is so.
4: Okay. Okay
2: Mm okay. right. yeah, right, sound
4: like that make enough sense.
0: Have to, I think we might have to do this again What'd you say,
4: Rashad? Rashad? Well,
2: I said that sound like they make enough sense to me yeah. It does yeah.
1: Now now, if this segment is over May I read something?
4: Please Okay
1: And um, Kale You, did I say your name right? Mm-hmm. She? Yes. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure I said your name right Because you talked about You know about knowing What it is about you and accepting Stuff and I have something called Owning my story And I'll just say this I'll read this and if you Want to end this segment that's fine I remember when my story was not as Important as my facade The facade that had to be maintained At all costs how I walked What I wore, my reactions, they were all measured to draw attention away from my story. Because the story beneath the facade speaks of surviving ugly. Ugly equals incest not remembered until I had children of my own. Ugly equals betrayed confidences by either the situationally weak or just the weak. Ugly equals owning someone else's victimization by assuming I did something to deserve it. Ugly equals pretending I chose this. Ugly also equals something else. The ground into which seeds of beauty can be planted. When ashes become fertilizer and wisdom grows through the concrete of pain. Ugly equals what used to be minus what is divided by one times your ability to look it in the eye and say, yes, that's mine. I know I don't look like it, but it's mine. So what, see what beauty my story has wrought? Bend slowly in the mirror and behold you. Everybody has a story. It's just how we frame that story that talks about that speaks to how we're gonna walk out life. You gotta own your own story.
7: Hmm.
4: Wow,
0: wow. All right. Can you uh, real quick for those who wanna who wanna connect with you? Can you give them your information, website, social media, all, all that good stuff, all that good stuff.
1: Sure. Um, my website is boldmovenow.com. On Facebook, you can get me on the bold, in the Bold and Savvy group, Bold and Savvy You, or the Bold Movers Network. And starting on Thursday, we will be doing a Facebook Live at 7 a.m. every morning, pray for me, um, to help people maintain a sense <laughs> of peace and calm during some turbulent times. That's what I am supposed to be doing right now. So we're going to be doing that for about three weeks so we can get our minds right about what's going on in the world.
4: All right. Mm-hmm. Nice.
1: Ooh. All right. All right. Um, yeah, that was good. <clears throat> that was, yeah. Thank you. What, what you it was. It was a pleasure being here. All
0: right, ma'am. Um, we will talk soon.
1: I don't I think I've ever yes. I I called you, man, in 10 years. Anyway, I got <laughs> <But>, you. Uh, <laughs> Thank you all. Thank you so much. You all are doing an amazing job. Thank you. Job. Okay. Thank you. Talk Thank to you, you. Soon. We appreciate you. Bye. Right, have a good
0: night. You too. Bye. That was good. That was good. Lord. <laughs> the, doors the, are, the doors of the church are open. Anyway.
6: Right. And that's just the first the call. We know how this evening is going to end. Like, that's just the first go round. <laughs> you know, right. We know what's coming. That's only round one. <laughs>
4: hmm. <laughs> you know? <laughs>
0: I'd like to know how many people right now, how many people right now sitting there rocking back and forth or crying. <laughs> But, I'm but at some point during that interview, don't wave their hands. i to be very interested. To hear that. Okay. <laughs> very interested Very interested. Very interested. Because I'm looking at the comments on the live, and, and yeah, I can, yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely, guys, connect with Michelle if you need anything. And, and please go to her. By the way, you can go to her. She didn't say this where she might have said I didn't hear it. But if you want to get her book. You can go to her website at Bo, her website Bo dot com and buy um and purchase the book. So all right. Um what do we got next? We got music. All right. So after we've got Marcus. Yes, yeah, we've got Sovereign by, Sovereign by Marcus Sovereign by Marcus G. Morton. After the break, Kale's gonna take us in the hot topic. So y'all go ahead and compose yourselves and get yourselves together after this we turn inside to our moment of ratchet for the night. So uh, we'll be right
4: back with Sovereign uh, after Sovereign.com. There's no one like you, no one else beside you who can do the things you do. That's why we... Power, strength, and glory, all the heavenly hope folks claim.
7: I just want to
2: say I love our people because we know how to say omnipotent. <laughs> like, boy, <laughs> if it wasn't for the Lord Himself, I don't think we'd know how to say a lot of words, but omnipotent is definitely one of them. <laughs> just, Lord, just <laughs>
4: and
6: that's one of the main tricks of that
4: song that I make sure I say every time we play it omnipotent. I'm, like, I'm telling you, I'm you that's my one. <laughs> There's nothing at all. I'm on the I'm omnipotent. Oh, I'm okay. oh yeah, and- mighty. <laughs> oh, go ahead, Kel I'm gonna, y'all,
5: I'm gonna let y'all get y'all praise though before we before we get <laughs> into the ranch part of the show. No, nah. <laughs> before we transition, I'm gonna let y'all praise them.
7: Glory to God. <laughs>
5: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> we're we gonna move right into our, We we uh we thank the Lord for Marcus Morton and Sovereign. But we're gonna move right on into our hot topic for the night. Um and we had a a question posted by one of the members. Uh Miss Kendra was our hot topic winner for this week. And I'm going to, so I'm going to read the question and pick one of you guys to answer. Then we'll, you know, we'll actually go to the post and see what people said. So the hot topic for the night, the question is, or the scenario, your man called you and said he's got a lot on his mind, so he's not coming home tonight. And he's staying at his homeboy's house to clear his head. So the question was for the ladies. Ladies, you know, what's your response? But for the, our uh, male co-host, you know, I want to ask them, you know, has this ever been a situation for you or can you, um, I don't know, can you see this scenario happening or has it happened and, and kind of give us the insight on why men might do this? So, ladies first, I'll start with Ms. Q. What would be your response? If hubby did that
6: tonight, Uh, (laughs) no, no, bro. (laughs) We once time out for real. Like, once we take vows and we are um, married, we sharing bills and homes and things like that. Like, if you don't, if you need some space, if you need to unwind, you need to think some things through like I understand that but we have a living room we have the other side of your bed we got your nice little man cave
3: so we create
6: you a cave you know I'm here for you to do whatever it is you need to do to work your thing through but I'm gonna need you to get in that car that we share payment on and insurance and title and all of that and bring your ass back to your house (laughs) and we're gonna Because there's nothing that your boy, thank you, baby, is going to be able to do for you and your situation that you can't work out in the privacy and the love, is like, right here. Like, I don't even go somewhere. Like, I'll go out, and i have drinks, I'll go get my nails done, I'll go check out a movie, I'll be quiet, like, I'll do whatever it is, bring <laughs> your butt back to the house. Like, that is, un- no, obviously that wouldn't work be some conversation happening if that was the conversation that you thought we were going to have
4: we are going to
6: do something different you know, like, yeah I don't know so, whoever's putting the shocky faces on my live I don't know why y'all thought that was going to be anything other than what I was saying y'all <laughs> right you, you <laughs> welcome sugar but that is absolutely Ooh. how I feel all day every day <laughs>
4: All right, mm-hmm.
5: I There will be no sleepovers. Um, no. <laughs>
4: okay. Well,
5: we're gonna go to let's see. One of the comments, and I think most of the women agree. So, um, they will have a comment that says, "I'm leaving the crib too." Um, another lady says, "Absolutely not. There's a spare bedroom, or he can sleep on the couch. If you live with me, you will lay your head with me. You don't just get to check out unless you're not coming back okay. at all." Um. Mm-hmm. Someone else says not going for it. Uh, he has he has to give me more details. I'm too nosy not to know what's up. <laughs> um, another lady <laughs> says she should she should let it go because clearly he's been overheard. Uh, so now I want to go to you know one of the is men. <laughs> what clearly he's been Oh, no. uh, she says she says she should let it go because clearly he's been overheard. So I guess she's saying that if he's checked out that much where he needs to stay at the homeboy's house, that he's already over the relationship or over the lady, over her. So that's what a young lady said. So, so why, why is that, though? I mean, why, I guess.
2: I'm telling why is he, you. That was why does ex- he have to be extra?
0: over her just because he wants it? Because he, I mean, I don't. I think. I, geez, he, kind of,
2: I'm not, being funny. I'm say
0: it. That's kind of dramatic. I get the point, but that is yeah, kind of dramatic. Yeah, that's what
2: they call extra. To just assume.
5: Like just
0: okay, until
5: he's so, over it, because <laughs> yeah. But we're supposed to get y'all, we get y'all perspective right now, so you know that's a good segue no, in. great. We're, we're into the, one of the male responses. <laughs> so go ahead, Rachel. go ahead and and, and tell us why men would feel like this, or you know if you could you know understand his well, life. Well, I mean, or, you know,
2: if you can relate, well, of course. I mean, a man would feel that way because you know. I, I don't know. I, I I don't know. I I mean, don't get me wrong. Right? It, for your own peace, for your own solace, sometimes you really can't just say what you want to say, and it's just better that you know you don't be at home. But I mean, me personally, I'm a um, even even if I don't come directly home. I'm more of a argue with you or talk the whole way type person because, like, one, I like my bed, and then, two, um, I don't like to be on the same argument on the next day. Like, if we're going <laughs> to argue every day, at least let's have a fresh argument each day. I don't like to have the same argument over and over and over and over. So I like to, you know what I mean, if we can, nip it in the bud that night. So, at least we know where each other stands on that particular thing. So, I mean, I don't, I mean, I ain't saying that it's wrong, but I don't personally, yeah, I don't personally want to stay over. I just want to stay out long enough to know that I can get in my bed comfortably and not have to deal with it. And another thing, I don't don't want to, it's too late for that. That's what the phone was for. That's what everything before I pulled up in this driveway What's for? now that I done pulled up in this driveway, got comfy in the bed, all that and another thing? Nope. Wait for tomorrow's argument to build a whole new argument. And the main thing about that is why I say that, though, is because people get time to stew and meal do over stuff that ain't got nothing to do with the regular argument that would have been when you give them a whole other day to fester on it. So, no, no extra day. Let me just take my punishment for whatever it is right now. As opposed to you stewing on five other things you want to throw in the stew no, I'll just take the steak. I don't want the potatoes. That's why. I just want the <laughs> steak. So that's my answer.
5: Well Okay. And so we have a, a, a comment that's kinda of on a different side. Um, it says, I would say, all right, it might do us some good because I could feel something was going on with you. But when you come home, just be a man about it. We only Got one life and we might as well live it as we see fit. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, but if it don't fit, don't force it. Love you good So that that was uh one young lady's response. So hers is a little different. Um and I'll just go ahead and segue, segue into what my thoughts are on it. I basically said that I would I probably would just you know, waited out. Oh, I'm gonna be mad. I'm gonna have some choice words. I'm gonna throw a fit. I'm gonna throw a tantrum. I may ride by your homeboy's house a couple of times, but <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you do what you do. i to let you do
4: what
5: you do because I'm gonna see what's really going on. Because if it's something, if you're doing something other than what you say you're doing, it's gonna come to the light. So I'd rather, you know, sit back and go ahead and let it fester, let it boil, bu- let it bubble. I'll let it go in and let it bubble and just see what's gonna happen Cause then you know, when you do come back some locks probably gonna be changed, but <laughs> I'm
7: gonna let you go I'm gonna let you go on and, and have
5: your fun for that night, don't and go and have your fun for that night. Now who says I might not give you the new key but oh you're not gonna get in just with a with your key. Just know that. I keep you about three or four locks. You know.
4: Oh, <laughs>
6: Keisha just said, slumber parties are for chicks. So, do bring your ass on home. You can take a breather, but stay away all night. But stay away all night ain't cool. If we live together, those are the rules of engagement, bottom line. That's Miss Keisha D. I appreciate that comment, Keisha.
4: <laughs> <Thank> you. Latasha, <laughs> you know, you know Keisha's going to come through with the real <laughs> right. uh,
6: Latavia says she kind of likes the she says she kind of digs the space she she personally likes the space um and Latasha replied to that saying that she likes the space too, but homeboy is not skipping on coming home because he is going through something. My space mess around and be permanent at that point, laugh at up, up, up. <laughs> it like, all right, you have you have all the space if you don't come home <laughs> right. <laughs> like See, real, well, you know, like go ahead. Well Rashad made point though. Like he was like sometimes you might need more time. If you need more time to work your stuff out, you know, you need to bounce some stuff off your boys, you need to have a few more beers or whatever, like cool. I get that. We as women have girls' nights and all kinds of stuff, like where we sit and don't do nothing but drink and cry. So like I get if you need to work through some more things or whatever the case may be. But you sitting there just like you guys said that the the time that you have to fester and go overnight and all that is going to be more is going to be more trouble. Like we have that same thing. A lot, a lot of the time, if you sitting there with your single homeboys bouncing off all of our married or committed situationship <laughs> issues that they don't understand, don't have current time for or anything like that, they're not going to be that ear that's going to mentor or be the, the sounding board that's gonna bring you back to center that's gonna get you back to your house. So like if your woman is thinking of those things also, those are that is what we're thinking on the back end of that. Yeah. You need a little more time? Cool. You need twenty four hours more? Like, no, nah, bro, we're not gonna we're not gonna do next morning. I'm not gonna you're not gonna like I said on the live, you're not gonna drop that monologue on me that you need time to work through, this, that, and the third thing, because you're feeling this inside of that no, bro. Your girl is gonna be working stuff with, not your wife. No. I wanna know who the
5: homeboy is too? Like who's the homeboy? <laughs> If you are the you like, if you going over, if you going over you be like, oh hell no, uh, Tyrone ain't about nothing. <laughs> well, I know you are. I know you ain't doing no talking at Tyrone's house. Tyrone don't even talk. Tyrone can't even complete a sentence. Like y'all going to the club? Don't do me. But uh, yeah. go ahead, bitch, bitch.
4: <laughs> go ahead, yeah. What's your take on it?
0: You said put my what? What do I say?
4: Yeah, what your What is coming
0: from
5: the man's point of view?
0: From, again from the man's point of view I think again that, that we do need that that time. We need some time to just sometimes to decompress. Now would I recommend that a man do this? Oh no, uh uh-uh, uh I ain't uh uh-uh, no. Uh uh-uh. uh but I do think I think you know given the scenario so um I think that we do need to create space for men to be able to have have moments like this. But, again, do I think that it's healthy or beneficial or should it be done on a regular basis? Definitely no, 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 not at all. But we got to be able to create spaces for men to have, to decompress, to have questions. And sometimes, this is, the other part is there are some conversations you can't have um, until you are psychologically and emotionally prepared to have those conversations. And so if we are not ready to have that conversation and we're just sitting around the house, then sometimes that creates an even more toxic environment that we need to, you know, kind of process. Again, I'm not suggest. I'm going to say this again, but don't nobody jump, I am not suggesting that any married man tells his wife he's going to stay at his boyhouse to, because he got some, I'm not saying do that. I'm not saying do that. But I am saying that there has to be some type of place and some type of space uh, for a man to be able to say, I'm going I need I need to decompress. I need to, you know, get out of here for a while. I need to, be, you know, some space to think through some stuff. I need to be able to, you know, talk to another man so maybe I can get some different perspective on, you know, whatever is going on. And that doesn't mean he's over the relationship. That doesn't mean he's cheating. That doesn't always mean that he's trying to do something. Sometimes it literally just means he needs to decompress. He needs a break. He needs a different perspective. Sometimes we uh-uh. can't hear y'all. We can't hear uh-huh. y'all because I'm just telling you, hey,
5: I'm just no, saying. No, they cheat. If they got to stay out all night, they cheat. <laughs> you, said, you said they got to stay out all night, then what? They cheat.
0: They
4: cheating. No, they no, that's not, all night, that's not they true. That's not true. They cheat.
5: Ain't nobody. Now, if, they ain't nobody night, uh, if they stay out all
0: night every night, that's different. But I'm saying this. If, you know, every so often you need to go you hanging out with the guys, that does not necessarily mean that you cheat. No. Uh-uh.
5: Not if you can't come home. If you ain't if you ain't hanging out with the guys out of town, even then it still might be some skepticism, but I'm not
4: buying <laughs> <laughs> you, mean? <What> that? <laughs> you take no break. <laughs> <laughs> if you, if you I'm not <laughs>
5: sunlight better not beat you
4: home. I bet you that. <laughs> sunlight. sunlight beat you home. If sunlight
5: beat you home, them
4: locks he the block will be. be <laughs> <that one>.
2: What <laughs> if he had the horseshoe <laughs> casino or something? He might have had a good hand of poker. You hey, see him ruined it. Blackjack is a it. good game mm-hmm. sometimes.
4: Yeah. And, and I the phone don't always
2: work out there.
5: Right. And an ex try to do me like that. Talk about, baby, I was addicted. I'm addicted. Yeah, you was addicted, all right. You weren't even at no casino. Don't do me. Oh. <laughs>
7: if you at the casino, well, okay. I can come up
5: there. I can come up there. I can come up there.
7: <laughs> you ain't.
5: If you got to sit at your homeboy's house, if you got to sit at your homeboy's fun. house. Ain't no good going on at no homeboy's house at the, at the dark. Ain't no good. <laughs> After dark now,
8: hey, no. <laughs> six
5: o'clock. You got a six o'clock curfew? No, no, no. But for real, if you got <laughs> I just, you uh, know, <laughs> spending the night with the homeboys. So this is my thing. Me and y'all don't like to communicate and do stuff. Y'all think y'all too mean. The whole spending
2: the, the night thing just makes it sound bad. Like, this what? <laughs> no, see, right, but, I. I'm with, That's why I'm 100% with Keisha too Because she was like Men don't sleep over That's what women do right. And she's like yeah. right. We don't sleep over that's true. That's Now true. if I, mean, I like- happen to Now if I happen to had Fell asleep on bro couch Then hopefully you'll still wake up At one when I'm crepping through there Like hey I fell asleep on bro couch You know that I just called in I'm on the way home You still mad Alright do I need to stay on the couch You mad Alright you know what I mean? I'm a check, but at the same time, I'm coming home. I like my beard so much.
6: I have to speak to that, Rashad. And and ladies, I'm gonna be real transparent on this. Me and my husband not forty eight doggone hours ago had the same conversation because y'all know that we've been together since forever ever. So when we were young, I he has a best friend who's been his friend since like high school. Lived in the neighborhood with his family and everything. So when we would first when we first got together, He would go to his friend's house, they play video games, they drank, they hung out and did, you know, what y'all do when y'all hang out, hang out and do the thing. Well, he's also a bartender, Mm -hmm. one of the best bartenders. So early on, I would be, like, livid. If at 2.33 o'clock James has not called me, he ain't text, he ain't shown up, I don't know what's going on. So now I'm calling Humble, I'm calling him, I'm blowing him up to the point the phone is dead, now I'm calling him. Uh, bro. Where is my husband? Where is he? Is he with you? Yeah, since he's sitting right here on the couch. Like, for a year or so, that didn't, it made me no never mind, that he was sitting there safe, not driving drunk, not, not in route. To, you know, in the, in, none of the stuff that should have mattered mattered at the moment. He was supposed to have his tail at the house with me. I don't care. You wouldn't like Why were you that drunk to not be able to drive home? Whatever. So years later, after I got to understand who he was, fellas, Once we've developed our own relationship, you can't always hide the people that you get that vulnerable with from the person you're supposed to be the most vulnerable with. After I got to know him, I then understood he was not letting him go home a lot of the times because he was too incapacitated to get home. He was, they were literally sitting there because one night I was there with them and they both sat out on the couch and I'm the only one awake. Like this, it happened and I'm there and I visualize it. So at that point I had to then say, okay, now I'm tripping. And I had to express to him what it does to me when he doesn't come home, what goes through my mind now it had kind of grown up past that he's cheating. Now it's just wondering where are you? You're coming from Edmond to wherever we are and, the you know, and we got black man, black woman issues with the police like all those things. So a lot of the times our frustration is not in you're not here, I can't look at you. We have other things going. So if we set if we set our spouses up <clears throat> with the necessary comfort to be okay with you needing that space, I think sometimes that makes it a little bit better. So I just had to share a little bit of my own personal experience because we legit laughed about this because now if he were to fall asleep, I would still give him the side eye when he rolled in in the morning because I'm like, bro, we're too old to be passing out on your homie's couch. But it would not get the same type of scrutiny and and go in that it would have gotten 10 years ago because we've progressed through some things and we've been able to, to build that trust. But we you gotta have that. Like you gotta have that part done before you can get to that point. So yeah, that and I said on my original statement, like you he would not today be able to text me that from that homeboy's house and I'd be okay with that. I I would give <laughs> no damn he gave me all of that first oh. and then said he wasn't coming home. So I'm <laughs> gonna just yeah, say homeboy, that homeboy
5: homeboy better be calling or something. They yeah, better have some you better send a pigeon some Morse code. Y'all better be a drunk yes. <laughs> That's
7: just I mean, I just don't
5: know the other way. Um, I was gonna read a couple more comments before we have to end our our ratchetness. <laughs> I am teasing <laughs> went for that. Um, but yeah, we had one one of our members who's one of our comedic members is like, Okay, she said she gonna say, "Okay, I'm gonna be at my homeboy's house tonight too to clear my lady part." <laughs> that was funny. Woo!
7: That was funny. No, I bet he
5: be home. He be home for you for you get the word clear out your mouth. Oh, he's gonna come home, man. We can talk now. Um, one lady says, "Okay, be safe. Call me if you need me." You know, applies to her. I can't. Yeah. Um, Yeah, a few ladies said, you know, okay, I'll see you. I'll see you in the morning. Let's see. Another guy chimed in. um, Says maybe it was like a homecoming party a couple of hours away. Um, Didn't want to get a DUI. Uh huh, yada, yada, yada. But uh, (laughs) I think the the majority is saying that, yeah, saying the night is just not (laughs) going to sit well with too many ladies. I mean, men, we understand where you're coming from. I, I, I agree uh, a little bit with Rashad on yeah, take some extra few hours. Mm-hmm. You know, just you know, you better get it in there before before I wake up too many times. I
7: might wake up <laughs> up
4: <in the> <laughs> <laughs> But if some sunlight <laughs> like wake me
7: up, you better know. <laughs>
5: <laughs> it's True story. But uh let's see. I think it's are we are we on target? Oh, oh I'm, yeah. oh, I'm over. I'm over. Um Let's go to our next song. Are we skipping the song? We're gonna go to the song.
6: Yeah. Go ahead and skip it. Let's skip. Yeah. I'm skip. not trying to get fucked at this evening. Right. Let's go. We're gonna
7: go nope. on with uh we're gonna go <laughs> on the <to> fashion
4: talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I let y'all had that. hmm
6: I got my intro ready and everything. Mm. <laughs> All right. So, come on now family It's time for Passion Talk Go ahead, share your live, Invite all your folks that has been missing From the show up until this point If you have not already Get somewhere quiet and still So you can go on and shout in peace Because it is time for Passion Talk We're going to go ahead and marinate on this good good word With Sister Sisley Victoria And get ready to pass that good old collection plate If you are new here to the school Get ready to get your entire life and learn how to do it with fire and passion. Sisters to and soldiers alike, I give you our fire star and my boo, Miss Sicily
4: Victoria.
3: Hey, Sugar.
4: Welcome, welcome. Hey, boo. Hey, Q. <laughs> Q. Yeah, I got it right on the
3: <laughs> I told you how much I love you today. I just need to say that. I don't know that I told you how much I love you today. I
4: love me so cute.
3: Not that I love you, <laughs> <it to> y'all. <laughs> oh God, you know
4: I love y'all,
3: careful, careful. I love you, girl. You notice I mentioned you next in line. Where I see you, I love you. Wait a minute, wait a minute. It's y'all the Lie it's out of line. Yeah,
4: I'm here.
3: Okay. Hey, Todd. I love you, mm-hmm. man. I love you. <laughs> I love you. Hello, this is Cicely Victoria, owner and founder of Passion International. My business tree is to help, train, and equip people to find their voice of identity so they can stop people-pleasing and be empowered, encourage confidence, and communication. I'm a certified professional coach. I am a counselor as well, you guys. I am the queen of empowerment, and I do set people's lives on fire for a living, and that's why they call me the starter. Welcome to Passion Talk, where we give you practical tools for everyday living so you can press into your personal power. I pray that you all a great today. I've missed you immensely. Um, mm-hmm. Just a little side note, just came back from the Caribbean, so I'm a little, hey. you know, still trying to recover, you guys. <laughs> but I have fun, and um, yes, we're still going to give you that fire today, so y'all bear with me because I'm, you know, still getting plugged back into the reality, okay? Uh, so, but today... Okay. Today, 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 we are going to give you some great value um, concerning five character traits that you need to lead people effectively, okay? Five character traits that you need to lead people effectively. So... All first and foremost, are leaders um, in our own right. Even if you're just leading yourself, everyone um, is leading in some way, in some capacity. Whether you're, you know, good, better, best, you know, could be, you know, not not too good or what have you. You do have um, some measurement and significance of leadership, okay? Whether if it's not the best or not. So there are two. Spectrums right There are two sides of the spectrum um, Leading is leading It's just you know whether you could do It better or you're not doing so well But you're still leading in some capacity So we want to get that straight but These are five character traits that um, We could definitely Benefit from to lead people more effectively Okay emphasis on effectively um, So we're just speaking About civic leadership um, which Is just an another term for people Leadership basically Because um, you know we all Um, need that for ourselves and for others and people we lead in business and our personal lives and family like it's not just professional, right? We are leading um, in many, many different capacities in life and so I want to be able to give us value in this regard to some traits that we may not consider right, in leading effectively um, that we definitely need to cultivate in our being, all right? So let's uh, establish what people leadership is or civic leadership. It is the ability or the capacity to effectively lead yourself, your family or people in your home, in your community, and ultimately in your world. Okay, Um, if that is your ultimate desire, everybody don't want to be global, right? But maybe you want to go as far as your community, that's fine. You still need to have these same traits in order to lead however far out you want to take it. So the first principle or the first trait that you need to have to lead people effectively is compassion. Listen, I was listening to uh, a message earlier, and it really uh, blessed me. And this uh, minister was saying that wherever you will find people, there will be frustration. Okay, <laughs> and that just really, really set me straight. All right, because <laughs> the reality is that wherever people are, there's going to be frustration. So I know, like nobody cares for that term frustration. Nobody cares for the feel of it. Nobody cares for what comes along with it. But because people are who we beautifully are. We bring our measurement of frustration because of our uniqueness, because of our diversity, because of our distinction, because of our difference, right, because of our background, because of our baggage, because of our ideologies, because because of our, because of our, because of our, right? So we bring all of this as people. So it's so, so very important. If you are expected to be at the helm of leadership in any capacity, you have to practice compassion. Number one, compassion. My definition of compassion is love in action. It is demonstration. Um, It needs to be seen Compassion needs to be seen Okay, Uh, another way that I like to define it is sentiment coupled with movement Okay, so just having sentiment is one part of compassion But you can't just have compassion with sentiment and not move Right? So you have to move It's sentiment coupled with movement Both are required In order for compassion to take place It's extended kindness So if you want to cultivate a greater capacity Of compassion in your life This is your life work for compassion I want you to practice voluntary giving In some capacity On a regular basis Okay, You need to practice voluntary giving In some capacity on a regular basis Be it charity Be it clothes Be it your time Be it your money money, et cetera, you need to practice voluntary giving, be it service, okay, and shameless plug, right, for supporting the Thanksgiving families and Glow's Y'all have never, right, Glenn? Yes. Right. You, got an okay? you got an opportunity for coming out. He didn't, he didn't pay me to do that, y'all. He didn't pay me. Number two, <laughs> <laughs> number two um, quality, number two character trait that you need to lead people effectively is wisdom. Wisdom The dictionary defines wisdom as just judgment I really like that As just judgment It's just And uh, the part that I added on is coupled with discernment So it's just judgment You judge accordingly and justly right? And then you couple that with discernment It's having the will to do And then having the discernment to know what to do And how to do it and when to do it, which will all lead to ultimately the results that you desire. Okay, I'll say that again. It's having the will to do, first and foremost. you got to have the will to do it. And then you have the discernment to know what to do and how to do it and when to do it, which will all lead to the ultimate results that you desire. That is wisdom. That is wisdom. It, come, it encompasses all of that. So, to cultivate a greater, a greater degree of wisdom into your life as a leader. Sometimes um, we don't know necessarily, we're not maybe not highly sensitized or highly intuitive or highly discerning, but what you can do when you're kind of stuck at a at a place of you don't know how to define or you don't know how to give articulation um, to a certain whatever, okay? What I have my clients do is to um, write down what does it feel like, what does it look like, and what does it sound like. Okay, so that is a really simple activity you can use when you're stuck to articulate what it is that you want to communicate, but you don't exactly know what to say, or you don't know how to bring a definition to it. I want you to uh, create three columns, and I want you to write at the top, what does it look like, what does it sound like, what does it feel like? And then if you can fuel it through that by way of your senses, it will more easily come to fruition. Okay. over will tracking with me. So it will become become crystallized when you can break it down into a look, like feel like sound like, all right. It doesn't make the decision for you, but it does help to bring awareness to decide justly. Okay. And with a greater degree of wisdom, that's number two, number three, as a leader um, to lead effectively, the character traits that you need is humility, humility, Um, I define humility as to get low on purpose.
4: Mm
3: -hmm. I'll say that again. To get low (laughs) on purpose. Yes. It means to get low in your will. It means that you uh, become under subjection for a greater good. It is to back down from what will not effectively produce if you choose a contrary decision. Please let that marinate, okay? To back down from what will not effectively produce if you choose contrary decision, all right? In other words, humility thinks according to the bigger picture, and it always has the future in mind. That is what humility looks like. So as a leader, as an effective leader, we want to cultivate greater degrees of humility in our lives. This is life work for you. You need to, and this is, you know, this is going to sound like a curse word, I know, because many people don't like to hear this, (laughs) but you have to practice sacrifice, you guys. Humility comes by way of sacrifice. What is sacrifice, Firestarter? It is dying to yourself. (laughs) It is dying to yourself on a regular basis. You kill yourself. Regularly, on purpose (laughs) That's what it is Sacrifice What does that look like, Firestarter? You may apologize Even when you think you're right You practice forgiveness When you've been wronged Maybe even intentionally It could look like prayer It could look like fasting It's denial of an immediate pleasure It is the invitation Of delayed gratification People don't like that. Delayed gratification. Putting it off into a more opportune time. It is giving your best. It is giving your last. It is giving your money that cultivates humility. Because those are all things that are very close to us, and we don't like to give it very much. It's giving your energy. How about that? It's giving your effort that all cultivates humility. That's number three. Number four, To be an effective leader and to lead people effectively, including yourself, you have to have resilience. The character trait you need is resilience. My simple definition of resilience is just bounce back. You gotta have bounce back. You gotta have bounce back from hardship. You gotta train yourself as a weeble wobble. I think we talked about before. Remember we talked about weebles wobble, but they don't fall down, right? And so, so you gotta train yourself as a weeble wobble. Someone who knows how to take a hit and maybe even another hit and another hit and another hit, and another hit maybe all successively, right? Okay, and you really feel be pawn, But you know how to bounce back from the hardship because you just have that type of strength, right? Um, because life breaks. Brings that type of you know uh, opportunity for resilience. Life is not judged for how many times you get knocked down, but how often you can arise again. That is how you should judge judge the effectiveness of your life. It is mental and emotional toughness that's what resilience should do for you. To cultivate mental and emotional toughness. Now, the life work you can do to cultivate greater measures of resilience in your life is. To learn the life lesson and have it improve you for your future. So whatever came to knock you out, whatever came to throw you off your square, right, whatever came to knock the wind out of you, learn the life lesson and have it improve you for your future. And one more thing, extend gratitude for the opportunity to grow therein. See, that's how nothing can be ever stolen away from you. Once you begin to express thanksgiving and gratitude for it, that you even have the opportunity to experience it, that you even have the opportunity to grow within it, then nothing is lost. There is no loss, okay? There's only gain and there's only opportunity to win and to grow and to learn. So resilience, you need to practice that. And finally and probably most importantly, as a character trait that you need in order to um lead people effectively um including yourself is you must 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 everyone have accountability you need accountability okay which is why another name i have for it is the game changer Listen, when I invited accountability into my life on purpose, it indeed was a game changer for me. And I will um, submit to you and guarantee it will be a game changer for you. What is accountability, Firestarter? It is responsible. It's when you're responsible to another. It's when someone or something is counting on you. Okay? Just like you was referencing earlier about her spouse, her husband, right? It's like, dude, you know what I'm saying? You got that many, da 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 You know what I'm saying? The accountability at that point was lacking. Right, and she needed a greater reinforcement of the accountability, and so they learn how to do that more effectively. Listen, you can't be accountable. You cannot be your own accountability, okay? A lot of people try to play that card, like, you know, who are you accountable to? Myself? No, 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 no. It don't work like that. You can't be your own accountability partner, right? it, it And also, let me help you one further. Um, the religious folk, you know, may say, well, God is my accountability. Nope. Can't be him either. Not by himself. <laughs> Can't be just God, because guess what? We ignore God all the time too. Listen, it, I need you to get to a human. I need you to get to another person, right? That you give permission to give feedback to. Hear this about your shadow side, your shadow side that we all have, because we allow ourselves to get away with a lot more than we would if another, uh, if we would have. To report to another about it That's the power of coaching for me I'm just a big old like walking talking Accountability partner for my clients It's really all I am I don't have any magic dust and I'm not a fairy I just help them to hold them accountable To their stuff To, to help them hold them accountable to say What is it is that they said that they wanted What it is that they said that they would do You know what I'm saying That's really all that people need a lot of times To get to the next step You need to have another pair of eyes And another mouth on you you that is more mature, more experienced, and more advanced than you, and that love and care about you enough to justly correct you and to chastise you in love because they have your best interests in mind. And what is that best interest? That you be your best self at all times. Yes, yes, yes You need to get it The benefits of accountability Is it builds relationships and trust Because it increases vulnerability Which is many times hard to cultivate Without account to another person Because with no accountability Breeds selfishness, pride, stubbornness Lack of mercy, unforgiveness Passivity, procrastination Arrested development, mediocrity Lack of integrity, narcissism And rebellion It breeds all of those things When you don't have accountability in your life, how do I know? Because I dealt with many of them years ago. Okay, accountability gives you increased opportunity to yield your narrow, limited way of thinking, which we all have, which we all have because we're too familiar with ourselves, that we are bound to lead with by without accountability. So if we don't get accountability, we're going to be limited in our scope. We're gonna be limited, we're gonna have narrow, limited way of thinking, and we're gonna lead according to that. So your life work in order to cultivate greater measures of accountability is to enlist one or two strong natured yet loving individuals who are more committed to your success than your feelings, to have permission to speak to your shadow side because you want to only be your best self at all times. Got you it? Get, Get good. that are
6: more committed to your success than, success your, than your
3: feelings. Mm. Mm. You need that. In your, if you have one, even possibly two, ideally three people in your life that you can count on for that, you are a blessed individual and you will go far. Most people don't even have one because we are so concerned about protecting somebody's feelings instead of uh, challenging them to be their best self. So this is your passion talk for today, you guys. We need to be effective leaders first to ourselves, then to our families, our homes, our communities, and abroad. We have work to do. Listen, it's the end of the year. Don't give up on yourself just yet. You're going to enter into your new year strong. I'm counting on you. Be accountable to yourself and to someone else. The, any questions, comments, or concerns before I close? Mm.
4: No, wow. ma'am.
6: That little did that for me. Yes,
3: ma'am.
4: Yeah. Awesome.
3: Yeah. Listen, I love you, Scoop Nation. I love you. life. Do the life work. It works if you work it. Listen, I'm a living testimony, okay? I pray that this bless you today and that it added value to your life. Until next time, I want you to stay in purpose. I want you to stay in power. I want you to stay in passion. I want you to stay on fire. This is your girl, Cicely Victoria, owner and founder of Passion Talk. You've just been a part of Passion Talk, where we give you practical tools for everyday living, secret presence to your personal power. I love you, and we'll talk to you next time.
6: Peace.
4: Mm-hmm. Have
0: a good night, sugar. Thank yeah. you, baby. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> All right, y'all. Uh, that was good as always. That was good as always. <laughs> yeah, she put, down. put yeah. it down. Yeah.
6: <laughs> I couldn't even keep up tonight, y'all. I know I missed some stuff. I tried, but come back, listen to the replay, and be ready for your notes,
7: cause uh, yeah, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to listen. <laughs> yeah. Put it down. Just
0: put that down. All right, guys, mm-hmm. let's go ahead. We got three minutes left. We got three minutes left, so let's go ahead and get into these final words. Uh, Kels, kick it off.
5: Um, had a great time tonight. Tune in next week for more of the wretched time with the Hot Topic Kelsey. Um
4: <laughs> <laughs> Don't
5: should, I tell him, should
0: I tell them now what we
5: gonna
0: talk? about Should I tell them we gonna talk about next week? Yeah. you go ahead and tell them. Alright, so next week, yeah, next week's topic, next week, next week's topic is gonna be child support, so y'all be ready.
4: Come, come, That come with its own <laughs> <line>. Yeah. <laughs>
5: Like we're gonna need a fire extinguisher next week. I might get me ratchet. I right. might get my extinguisher out. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, so be ready. Yeah, we
4: talking chocolate.
5: Remember, uh, there is the dance competition this weekend from uh hosted by Eclectic Dreams for the uh scholarship drive. So look for that. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma City at Douglas High School. Also, Darren Fleet will be here next Friday at. Club venue downtown, so Oklahoma City Stay Abreast. We'll put things on our pages, so be looking for that. Be productive. Have a productive week.
2: Uh, cousin, um, keep it petty, man. That's what you gotta do. You gotta keep it petty. Bring your inner petty back, especially for the holidays. You only see people every once in a while. Give them a little petty to remind you by. To be remembered by all the above. <laughs> all right. Mm-hmm. All right. 90 seconds. Let's
5: What's poppin' this day?
6: Um, I enjoyed you guys this week as always. I didn't get the chance to officially welcome my live, so I'm going to officially send good night love to my live. I appreciate you all for every week kicking it with me, sharing, commenting, sending hearts and smiley faces and all that good stuff. So I look forward to next week. It will be lit. Get the people in line, cause um yes, we're looking to have a very great show next week. Y'all have a very very productive, awesome week.
0: <laughs> Actually, let me rephrase that. It's not next week is Thanksgiving. It's the following week. Oh, my apologies. Oh, I'll, next week we Thanksgiving. Off we all. Yeah, we all <laughs> we next week.
4: So.
5: Any single men out there want to be my Thanksgiving date? Hit my, hit my, hit my. Why am I in my box. my inbox book. Got that dressing man. That good dressing man. <laughs> also don't forget before we before we get off real quick, don't forget Kirby
0: she didn't say this but both Kirby Kitten and uh <coughs> RBM clothing having a sale, so go to our website now. You go to our website yeah. and get uh and get your clothing. So don't forget uh walk dot com and get either your cur get your curvy kitten and your Ritter big man clothing. We can take all all your your Christmas Clothing shopping right there, uh, for men and for women. Um, don't forget to download your Nouveau exposure um, copy. Thank I want to say thank you to the um, to the team. Thank you to Kels, to Kuzo to Q. Thank you to uh, Cicely, You all do an amazing job, and I appreciate you guys. Um, thank you to our events team. Y'all do a great thing. Thank you to Legela.
8: Everybody who does what, what
0: what you all do, I am appreciative, appreciative of you. I am grateful for you. Um, and also, last but definitely not least, make sure that you connect with whomever is leading the Thanksgiving drive in your city so we can help these families. we got some families who need some help to feed, feed themselves for Thanksgiving, so please, please check my page. I've been posting the information this um, this week for Oklahoma City. You guys have pretty much all week where you can meet um, Sonia, and she will collect the food um, on Saturday in Chicago at um, the entrance in Harvey. Um, From 3 to 7, you can, um, uh, Alicia's collecting food, and then Saturday, I forgot the time, I'm sorry, in Dallas, I know Eunice is collecting food. So, y'all, we're trying to feed, like, four or five different families in, 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 in each of these cities, so we need your help. If you want to give money, you can. You can PayPal it to us at globaldriveradio at gmail.com, and please put the city that you want to, that you're supporting. So if you want to support Dallas, put Dallas Thanksgiving feed. If it's Chicago, Chicago. So we, that way we can make sure the right family gets the money. So I appreciate everything you all are doing. And, again, um, it's always uh, it's a privilege to uh, serve you and to be on the radio. So y'all have a good night. Have a good rest of your week. And uh, I guess we will talk to you all later. Have a good night.